Hey, it's Wilson. What's up, Galvis? What's going on, man? We're uh, here for a special episode on what's going on in the in the city of Los Angeles and what's going on in the country. The riots and protesters and the looters and the thugs and the uh, or as the media portrays them as the thugs. What is your uh, what's your opinion on that, man? Well, it's pretty much accurate. Um, I would say uh, the real protesters are the people who, you know, uh, are clashing with the police, who burned down, um, who burned down the third precinct in Minnesota, who are you know setting police cruisers on fire, and you know that type of stuff. And also the peaceful protesters; those are the real protesters. The thugs are the people who are looting and setting, you know, just destroying property and stuff that has nothing to do with the actual. Uh, you know, protests, and of course, the protests is the the George, you know, the, uh, over the murder of uh, George Floyd by the officer Derek Chauvin, I think is how you name or Chauvin, however you say it, um, in Minnesota. I, I only t- I think I, last week that was the same day that it happened when I touched on him in the last episode of the podcast. And there's been so much that, that's happened since then with the, you know, uh, rioting, uh, you know, um, you know, all over the country, uh, and it's been the biggest news in the country and probably all over the world uh, with what we've seen out there uh, you know uh, with, with people taking to the streets and uh, you know looting and uh, like I said targets and uh, AutoZone and they made it to Beverly Hills and this is just in LA you know uh, uh, they made it to you know they broke into the Alexander McQueen store and they tagged up the Gucci store and they tried to break into the Gucci store and they couldn't uh, so it's just it's been, it's been everywhere you know for the first time as Galvez was saying off air, it's not like the 92 riots because the 92 riots were uh, contained in South Central. Um, but, you know, this you know, uh, this is all over the city, in rich parts of the city, more affluent parts of the city, and also all over the country. So, um, you know, this is just really like unlike anything that we've uh, seen, I think, probably in anybody's lifetime, probably. And unlike the 92 riots, this is, you know, Remember in, in the ninety well, in the ninety two riots, you're only you only see what the media shows, right? And you have to tune into your local news to watch scenes. But now everybody has a camera phone, there's Instagram Live, there's Snapchat, so people are seeing certain certain videos that the news won't show and you know, you're getting literally scenes from as it's happening. And uh it's just crazy to see it, man. Like it's it's just it's surreal. It's almost like you're watching a movie, and you know it, it's tough because sometimes you know it's easy to say, well, people need to peacefully protest, but then it's almost like nobody respects the peaceful protest, right? Because if if in a couple months from now or weeks from now, let's say everything is peaceful, everything's peaceful. What's going to change? Nothing. And then if in a couple months someone gets killed again, they know, oh, well, here comes another peaceful protest, and then they'll forget about it in a couple days. So I can see where the anger is coming from. Yeah, so you're saying that you don't think that... Are you saying that that's what it's been like in the past, where people will protest, and then just people just forget about it? Exactly. Ending? Like it's, it's almost like they're not respecting the, the peacefulness, right? Right. And so, 
Uh, I don't condone the looting or the or the or the violence, but I can see why if you know people are upset. But then again, you know why why hurt the mom and pop shops? Why hurt you don't like why hurt the black businesses or the Hispanic businesses? You know, like my mom has a mom and pop shop uh, type business right and i would be devastated if if their if their business got broken into or their business got looted and 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 what have you and it's like you know it's tough to see man it's it's definitely it's heartbreaking to see that well what we've seen for the most part on social media and the news has been more like um you know like i said like you know larger businesses um not like uh, like the back in '92 when they were you know destroying those mom and pop shops, those small liquor businesses. stores, and, and even yeah. black people. Just you know, black people basically. I mean, other than Koreatown, uh, the second most um, you know hit place during the '92 riots was the black community itself. They were destroying their own businesses. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's been uh, it's just been something to see and something to. You know, it's like, you know, what a time to be alive, you know. Um, like I said, we were, we were too young for the riots in 92. Uh, we were both like, you know, I, I turned four that, we both turned four that year. Um, so we don't really, re- we don't remember that. Uh, no. But so, I mean, on the one hand, I'm kind of, you know, it's like it sucks. It's, uh, you know, obviously, and it doesn't make any sense really um, for people to be out there, uh, you know, like I said, destroying, looting, stealing, and and destroying stuff that has nothing to do with what they're protesting. Uh, but on the other hand, it's like, I will admit that it's kind of cool to, like, just to be alive during this time and to see it, you know, even if you're not out there, which I haven't been out there, but just to watch it and know that you're alive, in, you know, in this time of, like, a, you know, like I said, this is something that, you know, 50 years from now, uh, they're still going to be talking about this. This is a landmark event in American this, history. It's just, and, and not, not just... It's not just the looting and the protests. It's like this. It's like this literally happened right after the coronavirus. It started to die down. This weekend was the weekend everything was going to start going back to normal. People were going to start going out to eat at restaurants, and they're going to start, you know, being able to enjoy life to a certain extent. And then this just happens, and it's just like it was like two haymakers one after another and uh, you know feel bad for the businesses but a lot like that's the only thing also about the 92 rights is you just really saw it was mainly it was a lot of black people uh, you know uh, you know I think a lot of Hispanics as well but what you're seeing now is like there's so many white people involved in these protests now and in the looting like it's not just black people it's it's crazy like and I've seen videos on social media where, like, it, there's under it looks like there's there the white people are provoking the black people to go destroy the businesses. You know, there was a video of a, a bunch of bricks stacked nicely on the intersection where there were where the looting happened. You know, and they're just like they're just baiting people. I see. I saw another video where this black uh, chick goes and tells this white girl, "What are you doing?" And the white girl was tagging Black Lives Matter and, um, you know, George Floyd, rest in peace or whatever. And the black girl was telling her, stop doing that. We're not about that. Like, 
you're gonna make us look bad. We're the ones that are gonna take the blame for it. And the white girl just walked away. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, we've seen enough footage to know. I hope you know white people are gonna. Yeah, there are maybe some white people out there who are like you know, secret agents or whatever you want to call it, who are out there trying to agitate and, and make it worse. But yeah. you know, once again, we can't. You know, black people have this very bad habit of blaming white people for their own actions and their own yeah. behavior. You know, black people say that white people put crack in the hood and that welfare was designed to break up the black family. Well, that doesn't mean that you have to, you know, take the, the, the you know, you didn't have to, like, you know, any black mother. Take the bait? Huh? You, like, you're saying they didn't have to take the bait? Yeah, just because they, just because that's, you know, we have our yeah. own agency. Just like any black mother will tell you, you know, uh, or at least the old, older black mothers would tell you, you know, just because you're, you know, you got in trouble in school, and they ask you, why did you do that? And you, and they say, well, well, I say, well, David did it. And then they say, well, if David told you to, jump, if David jumped off a bridge, would you do it? You know, it's like you don't yeah. have to do something just because uh, the so-called white man or white people are that's what they want you to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I, but but we but we've seen enough footage. Um, to know that it's mostly, I mean, I mean, we see, we see those black people out there. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah. like, they, I hope they don't try to like blame it. You know, like black people are not being peaceful during this time. It's just that it's all. It's just more than one. It's just blacks and Hispanics and whites too. But blacks are you know out there being animals right now. But it's also whites out there being animals and Hispanics and everything. It's that white people yeah. have never acted this poorly before. It's really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to see What's crazy is like, but I think back to what, like a month ago, right? Or it seems like longer, but when the white people, they were dressed in MAGA stuff, and they were in the city hall with rifles and everything. How come that one didn't turn deadly? Or there was no looting involved in there. There was no, like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. It's like they just went to protest, and then they went home. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw on Twitter, there was a lot of people that were saying that it was very peaceful, but it was the police that came and started, you know, pushing people back and what have you. So problem is, is that you don't know who to believe. It's just, you know, what it's just whatever you see on social media. You just gotta make your own judgment, right? The thing is that people are, you know, using plausible deniability. They're, they're using this as, as an like people will say, well, you know, obviously the peaceful protests, you know, don't work when we do that, right? So that gives mm-hmm. them an excuse to go out and be, and, you know, perform a violent protest. But yeah. the truth is that a lot of these people who are out there are not the 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 spirit of their protest or their riot. It's just they're just using this situation as an excuse to uh, you know to wreak havoc and to get yeah. to get out and destroy stuff and, and be. What would you say is the percentage? Let's say out of a hundred per hundred people, right? Per hundred people of black people that are actually at the protests. What percentage do you think they're they're actually protesting? Rightfully so, and they're actually angry at what happened about George Floyd. 
And how many people do you think are just there to cause a scene and cause havoc? Well, I think at least 75% are there just to cause a scene and to cause havoc. Um, and I would say that the other 25%, they're more righteous, but is anybody really as upset uh, about this George Ford deal and about police brutality as they're letting on? I always think that it's a little bit, um, you know, like it's a little phony, you know, just because yeah. of, you know, I know the statistics on the black on black murder. If if, if it was, if, if black people, if, I'm, I'm just saying, if it was really a, that, if it was completely righteous, uh, you'd see, you'd see black, I mean, it's like something like at least 6,000 black people, 6,000 black on black murders committed each year. Uh, you know, the, the black, the black murder rate is so much higher than, you know, any other racist murder rate. So if, if black people, it mostly is, you know, it's always mostly people killing their own people. So it's mostly black on black. And so if, black, so if black people were really that cared that much about black lives and they would uh, protest black people killing each other. And that's just the truth. Nobody wants to hear that. But that's the yeah. truth. So nobody is, there's really nobody who's as, really as angry. Everybody's using it as a little bit of an excuse, like just to, just to do something. And say that they were a part of something, that they were a part of some type of revolution or something like that. Everybody is, you know. I think um, so. Because another thing, if somebody, if this girl on Twitter, uh, I, I tweeted, you know, about how I said I wish that black women would stop saying that they're uh, afraid of seeing their sons get killed by the by the police, because you know it almost never like that's still like a very it's a very rare event. You know, pretty much when we you know when we see it on hear about it on Twitter and see a video that's pretty much the only time that it happens where it's unjustified um and she she had she you know she tweeted me a list of like all the black people who have been killed by the police I don't know like you know I, like I know statistics statistics are not it's not even like a hundred people a year I don't think uh certainly not unarmed I mean it's I, I, you know I forget I used to know the statistics like you know I used to a couple of years ago when the black lives matter thing was uh, you know, it kind of came back with this, but like, you know, during Ferguson and other stuff, I was, you know, constantly, you know, quoting the statistics and stuff like that. But I, I know it's really like, a, it's really a relatively minuscule number of police killings of, uh, yeah. you know, especially think, unarmed police killings, you know. I think what took this to the top was, like I said, it was coming off the virus. People have been home. People have been anxious to just go out and wreak havoc and all that because and then you actually see the murder on camera as it's happening right like all the other murders you just read about it there, or you just saw the the, the the camera after like it's not as plain in sight as as this murder was right for example, the, the 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 George Zimmerman killing, or or um, the Trayvon Brown one. There's no, or which one was the one where the where the police went into the wrong house and they shot the black the black lady? Yeah, I don't recall. I don't like, know her name off my heart. None of that was caught on camera as clear as this one is. You know, and they're like this. I don't know, man. This this murder just struck a chord differently. Like, um, but let me ask you a question. 
do you think there is a conspiracy about because I think there is and I'm not a big conspiracy theorist but do you think there's a conspiracy of what a what a timing the economy's reopen and and you know coronavirus it seems like it's dying down and people are just ready to move on and then the that same week there's a video of a police officer killing a black man well i i'm not a conspiracy person at all i don't know how someone would would set that up i mean that seems i know a lot of people believe in stuff like that but that would, be, that would mean that there was like, you know, so a lot of people say George Soros is behind all this stuff. So George Soros must have like picked out some black guy or the government picked out some black guy to basically sacrifice so that it could be, so it could be caught on camera. And then, and then, you know, like it was, that's your theory, right? And, you know, I don't really believe in stuff like that. Uh, also, like, why would that, I mean, if, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't understand, because they're, they're, they're burning and destroying the businesses. So, I don't understand. Explain, explain exactly why you, explain, like, explain in detail your, your theory and why you think that and what, and what that was supposed to, to do, uh, if, if it's okay. true. So, this country has been known to, to create havoc they're the masterminds of illusion, right? They're the masterminds of, uh, I think it's called misdirection, where they have everybody looking left, and then they're doing something on the right, or vice versa. They're doing something on the right. Uh, they're having everybody look on the right, and they're doing something on the left. And uh, I feel like this country has so much money and has so much technology that there are certain things that they, they can just allow to happen under their watch. And they, they, choose, they pick and choose things to happen to this country for a reason, right? Um, and so, I feel like they, like, who knows, right? Like, like the, the uh, like, and I'm, I'm not trying to like go way off topic, but like the, the Pentagon that was, that was, that supposedly there was an airplane. If you look at the pictures, there's no way in hell an airplane blew into the Pentagon. It's such a small hole. Like you're you're a man of science, Wilson. You know, and everything for you is science. Like, you know, facts. The wings of an airplane wouldn't even fit through there. And the Pentagon has so many cameras. It's such a well guarded like place. And yet there's no security footage of, of the of, of the plane. There's no there's nothing. It's like every, like it's just a crazy thing. And so it's the same thing here, right? Like, for all we know, this black dude, they just randomly chose him, you know? And this, this, this cop, he could have just been like an FBI agent or he could have been working for the CIA or for the feds. And we don't know if he's really going to jail. We don't know if he's really there. You know? And what about the person who recorded it? Were they on it too? Um, no, but... They knew it was gonna go viral, or how do we know that that chick doesn't, you know, doesn't work for the feds either? Like I'm telling you, dude. Like there's so many things that that this country does, and you know, it, it's so crazy that for two whole, three whole months we've had nonstop coronavirus round the footage, round the clock footage, and if you go on their website, they don't even mention the virus anymore. 
the, the news reporters, they're not even wearing masks anymore. You know? But I don't understand like, what what does what does the reopening of the economy and the stores have to do with and them wanting to distract the people from everybody already thinks that the government was in on the coronavirus, right? That it was man made. And so if they create something, they gotta find a way to destroy it. And they can't do it like from one day to the next. You know, they can't say, all right, coronavirus is over, guys. Everything's back to normal. It'll be too fishy, too suspect. So they create this this chaos, right? So when this is over, it's kind of like, well, the virus, you know, like they're just trying to for, like make people forget about the virus because the virus is no longer exists. And the virus, like the virus is just at the end of the day, it was just the flu, man. I know a few people that got it. Nothing happened to them. Um, you know. So what you're saying is that once this is, oh, once this now, once this rioting is over, everybody can just go back to life as usual. No, but they, they, they. I don't know what I called it, and I even put it on social media before the riots, before the protests, before the looting. I called it on social media like four or five days ago. The virus is over. This is the distraction they needed. Because you can already tell. Like, you can see the writing on the wall. It was, dude, this was going to, it was going to happen. And so with the, and so what you're saying is they, they kind of timed it. They, with, they perfectly timed it. With the economy reopening. Mm-hmm. So that now you don't even have to think about the virus anymore. Exactly. And everybody can just go out and shop and, and spend money. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And even though I could it, be wrong. Did, they, did they know it was going to cause a riot that would destroy businesses? They could have. They could have. Because look. But that's like media. a small price. That's really not going to stop the economy, even though small bit. I mean, the number of, the small number of businesses that were destroyed overall. Wilson. Right? Wilson. The com- it's like this country is is okay with allowing a few businesses to be destroyed to get their their objective across, you know. Just like, just like uh, they 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 they're okay with murdering thousands of people as long as they reap the benefits, right? Uh. There's a video I saw, and the and the problem is that if you if you watch enough news, it it, it can sway your 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 opinion. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, there was a news right. There there was a video, and they got a news reporter, a local radio, a local TV station. I don't know what's it wasn't here. It wasn't somewhere else. And these and this dude, these people are crowding him, and they're like talking shit to him and they're they're checking him and they're like why were you playing fake gunshots or fireworks why none of that happened because the people that were there I guess they were watching like you know like if you see that there's channel 11 right if you see Fox News and you see that you may come out on it then obviously you're going to turn to Fox News right especially now that you can watch on your phone and so they told him, like, why are you making this fake noise? And, like, he just felt like, 
he didn't know what to say. He just and then he just had to admit. Well, I was just doing it for the news, like for the for the dramatic purposes. So, I'm telling you, man, it's it's crazy, dude. It's crazy what the media, what the government does. Nothing happens by accident, and especially in this country, nothing happens by accident. I mean, you really think the U.S. You're one of those people who thinks the U.S. is that bad. I think so. I think that they 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 care about themselves first, and then their allies, and then everybody else just gets the crumbs while they get the bread. I don't think I don't think they're that bad blatantly, but they're not they're not afraid to screw over countries, and and just you know, uh, for their own personal gain. What well, I know, a lot of people around the world. They're all oh, we're like, hated. Yeah. We're hated around the world. Right. And, and this is this was before Trump. And I wonder if, if in actuality, you know, I always think of the U.S. as being like, you know, even with slavery, which really doesn't make any sense. See, you know, if I lived through slavery and Jim Crow, I'd probably have a different way of looking at it. But I did. Yeah. But you know, because I was born in like, you know, I'm a modern. I was born in 1988. So, it probably um, it probably like it it doesn't. I mean, it definitely doesn't. So the way a lot of people, like my grandmother and my uncle and stuff like that, look at America, it's not the same yeah. way that I look at America. Even though I have, like I said in the last episode, you know, I'm I'm different now. You know, I, I became Anthony X, and I understand things differently differently now. But what if like. I mean, even you're a skeptic, you're a skeptic, and you're a cynic about America. But for for the most part, I think that most people who live in America, you know, we think that our. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at one no, point. I mean, look, there's look, Wilson. There's a. I know what you're trying to get at. There's a reason why people like my parents, other people, they came to this country. There's a reason why Mexicans are. Are always here, Salvadorians, Central Americans, um, you know, people from Africa, Asians, because this is the best country where you can have a decent living, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure what my parents have now, they could never have in El Salvador, right? Mm-hmm. And same thing, like you know, for Asians and, and Mexicans, it's like, and this is a this is a country where anybody can make it. You just got to be willing to put in the work and the effort. You know, you come, you, you can come to this country, work your ass off, save enough money, have your own business. You know. Yeah, uh, and. and- but I, that's what I was getting at, you know, and just the idea that our our ideals and our freedoms, and that basically we've always, you know, in, within the country we consider ourselves the good guys, right? But yeah. what if it's all just like a, like you know, like most of the most of the world doesn't look at it that way, and what if they're right and we're wrong, and really the government knows what they really what this country really is, and people like me just can't. I mean, we don't realize it because it's. Yeah. We're, we're American. Well, because, I mean, it's like, of course, of course, the government and, of course, the news and, of course, in in school, they're going to show that we're the good guys, you know, that we like, you know, 
that's why there's a reason why you know growing up if you, if anybody who's listening or if you're if you're you know for you Wilson think back you know they don't really they don't really get into detail about what we did to the Native Americans when we came here you know they like to portray an image like yeah you know we came and we had Thanksgiving and we all had a big feast and uh, okay now you know like they just skip the brutal part about what we did to the Native Americans, what we did to the Japanese during World War II, that's not in the history books, or if it is, it's just a little paragraph about how they took all their businesses and put them in camps, not concentration camps, but they put them in camps. You know, a lot of Japanese, dude. Yes, they did. Uh, I mean, and, and, that's not, and that's not talked about. Of course it's not, you know. Native, but, Native Americans and blacks and let me, let me tell you this, Wilson. America is the most powerful, richest country in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And yet they sit back and they watch the looters and they like, you really think in North Korea this would happen? Of course not. Or Russia or in Saudi Arabia or in Africa or even in El Salvador. I, I mean, I, think, I, I would think Mexico they wouldn't do I know in El Salvador... The military ain't just gonna sit around and let people loot businesses. Hell no. But I think that's part of the reason why America, you know, has, you know, I mean, it's like like I said, there's it's two different reputations. There's a reputation for freedom and liberty, which that's one of the things that people can riot and loot, unlike anywhere else in the world, pretty much. And it's the country is supposedly built on those on that type of freedom but then there's another side of it too that you explain and the rest of the world they see it like that let me ask you a question you're a Trump supporter a lot of people are are, are calling out on Trump like what the hell can he do at this point he's damned if he does he's damned if he doesn't what like what okay what they need to do is for PR reasons it's just charge the other cops with murder as well or conspiracy right like I don't understand that but if he if he if he brings the military and something happens do you know what CNN and MSNBC are going to do they're going to crucify him and if he just sits back and does nothing they're going to crucify him yeah you know one thing I don't understand is why people want the other three cops I don't understand that. Uh, well, they're already fired. There's quote unquote. Vi- oh, I've seen it. There's pictures. I've seen. There's pictures of the. So you know how the infamous picture is where his head is sticking out, and but you can't see the rest of his body, mm-hmm. right? With the knee. Supposedly, there's a picture. Or there's a video on the opposite side of the car, and the other three. And there's other. There's two other cops that are kneeing him and and and, and like hitting him. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like that Asian cop, right? Mm-hmm. The Asian cop that's just standing there, mm-hmm. not doing shit. It's his duty as an officer to check the other cop. If the guy's telling him, I can't breathe, it's the, that other cop that's just standing there. It's his duty. It's his, he has to, hey, get off of him, check his pulse, make sure he's okay. And he didn't do that. Well, I didn't know that was his duty. 
Yeah, it's it's a cop's duty. The first thing, it's they're not just there to arrest people and to like they actually have they're they're considered first responders as well. So they have they have their civil duty that they have to check like you know citizens, civilians, you know. Um. I mean, have we covered every angle angle of this yet? Uh, I feel like I yeah, have. I mean, I I guess um, you want to you want to just give your closing statement or closing thoughts about this. Actually, and I know I said that that was all we were going to talk about was this, but I wanted to uh, I actually wanted to switch gears. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to say something about the Joe Rogan Spotify deal. <laughs> I know you've been, you know we've been talking about this the last week. You wanted to do it, and then the protests and the riots happened. But um, I feel like we have you know some time here at the end. I'm not going to say too much about it, but okay. you know, of course, Joe Rogan signed the deal with Spotify. I think is it, that a, is, is that an exclusive deal? Yes, it's it's a Spotify exclusive. Okay. Um, and like the news is like almost like two weeks old now, but uh, I think it's three years, a hundred million, um, and I think that's just the, like the the guarantee. Um, I would I would look it up just to be sure, but you know, Galvin doesn't like me reading and researching on the podcast. I like while we're podcasting, <laughs> yeah. so um, you know I um, but I just you know it's probably going to not end up being because he was already making like thirty million a year. So why would he, yeah. you know, he was making that on his own. So why would he sign a deal with Spotify for that? It's probably more than that, you know. I, yeah, you're right. It's probably just, it's like a boxer, right? Right. Like Mayweather, Mayweather gets paid 30, $40 million just to show up. Yeah, that's just a guarantee. That's not including the gate receipt. That's probably just the, they probably just paid him that to, just to be get the exclusive deal on Spotify. Yeah. That has nothing to do He's still going to get money from his ads. He's still going to get money from his... But, I mean, the beauty about, I guess, that, right, is that... Um, and I wonder... This, is, this speaks back to, like, Dave Chappelle, right? Like, the Chappelle show? Because YouTube wasn't around when, when the Chappelle show ended. And I wonder if YouTube was around when Chappelle was offered the 50 mil, and he said no, because they, they were trying to change the show. Like, if it would have just been like, man, I'm just going to pr- produce my own show on YouTube. Like, I wonder if Joe Rogan, he has nothing to lose because it's like, okay, once Spotify owns you, you kind of got to stick to their whatever, you know? The thing but, is that they, you know. But he knows, like, if he ever messes up and Spotify drops him, he can just go back to doing his own thing. Right, and the thing is that they don't, they don't own him. Like he said, he's not working for them, he's working with them. You know, they're yeah. a partner. And he still owns yeah. his. He still owns his show. He still owns his intellectual property. You would hope. Yeah. You would hope he's smart enough to still own. You know, I guess the equivalent is like the masters to yeah. a song. Like you would hope the IP. So once it, so once the deal is over, if it, if he decides, you know, all right, you know, I want to go back to doing it how I was doing it, he's free to do that. But you know, yeah. while he's with Spotify, I know that you know the, the videos will it will go to like I said, it'll be, it'll be a Spotify exclusive. And then it'll be a uh, also the videos, which are a big part of what he does. Being able to see the videos on YouTube, you have to see the full episodes now on Spotify. But the clips will still be on his on his YouTube channel, you know. And 
you know, a lot of people are upset. You know, his loyal, his his real fan base. I'm I'm the type of Rogan listener where, you know, I I more so watch the the clips. Uh, yeah. You know, if it's a, like something that I'm interested in, you know, or that I'm interested in, yeah. like, to hit the headline or the head, the, the title is interesting to me, yeah. I'll watch that. Or I'll, if it's like a, you know, a guest like a Jordan Peterson or Richard Dawkins or somebody I really like, you know, I, like I like, then I'll yeah. outside, then I'll maybe listen to a full episode. But I'm not one of these guys who just sits up and watches each four, listens to each full Joe Rogan episode. And I don't think, I don't think anybody does that nowadays. I don't think anybody just has the time. To just sit and listen to three hours. How long is each Joe Rogan episode? About two and a half hours. It's about yeah, at least about two hours. Yeah. And nobody has the time unless they like they live far and they have a crazy commute, or maybe they're on their way to 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 Vegas or something. But even then, you're not gonna sit there and listen for two whole hours of the same shit. Like, but you know, yeah. so. His, his, I, mean, um, I think his, his his real core fan. I mean, first of all, his real core fan base. I think they. They might do that. Uh, it's like a cult. I, mean, I don't think they do, man. I don't think they do. Like they might listen to an hour of it, but to sit there and listen for half an hour, like for two whole hours, it's unheard of. But you know, uh, people don't even give us five minutes of their time. <laughs> barely five seconds. <laughs> yeah, apparently they apparently they don't even get through our intro. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh-huh. Your intro, your intro, your intro is a minute and a half long, <laughs> and somehow the stats come out that people listen to your show for an average of forty nine seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't, you know, people people don't like change, and it was kind of perfect the way it was, you know, where he's just you can just listen to it. Nobody really wants to listen to a podcast on Spotify unless they absolutely have to. I'm one of those people, even though my show is on Spotify. I mean, this show yeah. is, on, you know, is on Spotify, but you don't, but you don't have an exclusive deal with Spotify, right? And no, but not so even happens, like. So what happens to all the the people that have Apple Music? They got to make a decision. Whether they have they to go. go to, they have to go to Spotify, and a lot of people. I mean, Apple Apple Podcast is just a better. It's the best. The best podcast listening flat you know platform there is, and Spotify people like Spotify for music, but they don't. And that's why Spotify is spending so much money on the Ringer. And I with 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 Rogan, and they're they you know they're worth worth went up like three billion or something like that. You know after the deal was announced, you know that's how this you know that's how big Rogan's show is. But it really makes them a, you know, a, with getting the you know the ringer and and, and you yeah. know, bringing Rogan in, you know that's like a huge you know that's. Like I a, think, I think Joe Rogan, and Dan Bilzerian live the best lives in the world. Dan Bilzerian for obvious reasons. If you don't know him, look him up. But Joe Rogan, man, I mean, he just gets paid this absurd amount of money to just record and have fun with it and smoke weed and talk to the coolest people. I think he's the only guy in the world that can get any guest he wants whenever he wants, you know? Um... And then he's still like his passion. Obviously, is UFC. I don't think he makes that much money off of it, but that's his passion. So, you know, I mean, he just he's living the life, man. Like, yeah, and his. Uh, but people, like I said, it was perfect the way it was. Another thing is that people really don't, you know, you know, even though it was the biggest podcast in the world, you know, it's like it was still like sort of the people who started with him, you know. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it was like you know it's like here baby it's just the same thing as when you know some underground rapper you know he, he blows up and he makes it mainstream and then like at first it was like you know whoever his fans were from the beginning it's like this was our baby and then he goes mainstream and they kind of resent it you know and it's kind of yeah. like that even though he's already like Rogan's already the biggest podcast in the world but when you start you know getting a hundred million dollar deal for a podcast and stuff like that it takes, that, it takes away from his yeah, that that feel of the closeness, the close knit fan base. You know, even though it was but it a wasn't huge that fan clo- base. it wasn't that close knit though, because it wasn't. I mean, in the sense that he had millions of viewers each week, so it wasn't that close knit. It's not like it's not like his his. It's not like he's gonna go from five million viewers to thirty million viewers on Spotify. What Spotify wants to do is control those five million viewers only for them. They're yeah. not trying to make it bigger. They just want to, con- you know. But it's. Um, I mean, it just it just changes the the dynamic. And you're just a hater because you're you're about to get dropped from Spotify, <laughs> and yet they're here giving people a hundred million yeah, they're gonna, deals. They're gonna they're gonna kick us off of Spotify just to, because to make like way, a, to make way for Joe Rogan. They're t- we're taking up bandwidth. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, it's gonna be interesting to see like how it affects his, uh, you know, yeah. how, how many if he loses any, you know, any listeners. But you know, if, I don't think he will, and I don't think he cares because you know what? At some point, a hundred million dollars is a hundred million dollars, dude. Yeah. And it's so you cannot turn down a hundred million dollars. You know, it's funny. Like real quick, you know, like there's a story about Nike about LeBron when he when he said no to Reebok and Reebok was going to give him $10 million and, and the deal was he couldn't speak to any shoe deals. Did you hear about that? Say that again? When LeBron was 18 right out of high school mm-hmm. the Reebok came to him with a $10 million check right. and they said here's $10 million sign with us but you cannot speak to any other shoe company. Like this is you take this $10 million, that's it. And he was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to see what other people are. People are like, oh, my God, LeBron James. He, he grew up with a kid with poverty in the, in, the, in the projects, and he said no to $10 million. He's LeBron James. He knew he was going to get more than that. It wasn't like he was like a, a, a non-lottery player, you know? It's the same thing with Joe Rogan. He knows that whatever he does, he's going to get his followers, man. So it wasn't, I don't think he worried like, I don't think he worried about the Anthony Wilsons of the world, where oh my God, if I find on Spotify, I'm gonna make Anthony Wilson upset. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, of course not. Before the before his his real core, core. You're meat. just mad. You're just mad that it went to Spotify because you hate Spotify and you dick ride Apple all the time. Yeah, I, I bet mean, you if it was a, yes, I bet you if it was a hundred million dollar deal with Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, you'd be loving it. You'd be so happy for it. That's true. It's not, so it has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with the exclusive deal. You're just mad it went to Spotify. Yeah, because Spotify is like I don't even like. I, I, don't I even, had okay. I had Apple Music for a couple months and then I had Spotify. I prefer Spotify a million times over Apple Music. Yeah, I don't even like Spotify. To listen to music. Now that I think about it, I really only but, have only reason I have Spotify is because my podcast is on it, and it makes it easy for me to go and get the link when it's time to, to share it. That's exactly. the only reason so, I even have to. Okay, so so this whole argument was for nothing. I'm just saying. You, no, no, you're not saying. You just got caught. But because 
because you're saying, oh, the close knit, and it's all it's only for Spotify, and it's like he's gonna lose. It was a close knit family. His hardcore supporters. Dude, if he signed an exclusive deal to Apple Podcasts, you'd be thrilled. But Galvis, I uh, also wanted to say uh, one other thing uh, before we close this out about the call her daddy girls. And once again, I'm about two weeks late on this now, also. Uh, but they had their whole it was call her daddy girls, call her daddy podcast with uh, uh, Alexandria Cooper and Sophia Franklin. Probably the second biggest podcast in the world behind the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, and it, um, you know, these two, these two. I think Galvis might have actually been the first person who put me onto them. You know, when they first started a couple of years ago, uh, and you know, they were. It's like you know, it was a podcast. You know, it was, it was like it was like the LeBron James of podcast. Like it was, it was no way that it was ever going to fail. And you know, you had this hot blonde and this hot brunette, young hot broads. And they're on there just talking about all the nastiest sex stuff you could possibly talk about. And they're on bar still, so they have a big machine behind them. And it didn't take any time for them to grow. Like instantly, they were already one of the biggest podcasts in the game, and in the, you know, in the, in the game. So, in less than all, you know, less than two years in, uh, they managed to, you know, you know they, they, the show is back now. But Alex is by herself. Uh, I don't know if Galvez knows they. I don't know, how much he's followed this this story but um you know it's been really interesting just because you know like he was saying uh you know it's like like, you know, like rogan has like a dream you know uh gig and and you know it's like for, for you know guys like me and galvez and so many other podcasters who uh just are just you know just struggle just to get anybody to listen you know to be able to be on a podcast that's that successful and then just walk away yeah. from it like sophia did uh, you know, it's really, uh, it's really, it's, it's, it's the best thing in the world to live off something that's your passion, that you can make a decent living or sometimes even a killer living like Joe Rogan. Like if I could say whatever I make at work, I'm going to make that doing podcasting, then that'd be like the greatest thing in the world, you know, because podcasting is not work. You just have to have the talent and the fan base, you know, you have to know how to market yourself. And so, um, you know, it's just, it, you know, the podcast, podcast is a dirty game, man. It's a tough game to crack. But, you know, you know, Dave and uh, Alex, they're blaming it on uh, on Peter Nelson, Sophia's boyfriend. I know this almost would sound like an episode of, like, you know, The Bachelor or some, you know, stupid, <laughs> something like that. But, you know, that's the same guy who... who decided to end HBO boxing. He's the president, uh, one of the heads over there at HBO. And so he's just a real jerk. But, you know, like I said, man, just to, it, you know, it's like the, the, uh, the famous quote from a Bronx tale, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent, you know, and then, you know, have to be, have an opportunity to be on a podcast. that's so huge that so many other podcasters would just die to be on a podcast. That was even one, one hundredth yeah, of that I mean- size. You know? Look at us. We're just dying to get a hundred plays. Yeah. You know, and, and, and to have to be in that position and just, you know, get greedy or whatever. You know, if, even if they did have a, you know, uh, a, a legitimate problem with the contract, you know, to to be in a situation like Dave was offering them a lot more. You know, he was giving them a great deal when they went to re- renegotiate. 
And Sophia yeah. just walked away. It just goes to show something about, I think, like, white women and white privilege. How you have this white girl who is on this, like, you know, this super podcast and how willing she was okay with just walking away from it. Like, she didn't even care, you know. <laughs> Where you have guys, like I said, so many people, you know, hundreds of thousands of, pe- thousands of people who wish they could be in her shoes, you know. Yeah. But I just wanted to say something about that. But yeah. Money changes people, man. Money changes people. Um, you got anything else you want to say, Galvis? Uh, no, just uh, to all the people out there, stay safe. Hopefully, uh, if you are protesting, you know, just try to keep it clean. And uh, that's about it, man. All right, so before we get out of here, just a reminder to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TCP underscore pod. And a like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Player Podcast. Send feedback and mail. Send a, sorry. Send feedback. I'm sorry. Send feedback and mailback questions to Wilson Report Redux at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We are out. <laughs>